You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks are with you. On a Tuesday, ton of get to. We'll jump into our favorite early looks, college football, week zero, week one. They're coming up soon here. So we'll get some college football coming up a little bit. Today's baseball card, and we'll talk some big picture college football with Kenny White coming up an hour from now. Right now, though, let's go out to the Roman guest line. Joining us, Connor Allen, 4 for 4 in BetSpurts, at Connor Allen NFL on Twitter. He's on the Roman guest line with us as we're just a little under a month away now, Connor, from the start of the NFL season. So let's start where we were just kind of bantering on, on our you know, last break there when you popped in, the Chicago Bears. You're in Chicago. This morning, Roquan Smith put out a trade request. It just all seems ugly. Where where are you on the Bears in terms of current outlook, this season, win total? Because it feels like this Bears team is one that is becoming uh, pretty popular to fade here. Give us a couple that you like. Uh, I know you put a lot in and you have an you know, article up of, about, you know, bets that you have in your tracker for the 2022 season. Yeah, one that we just played, and I hate to keep bagging on the Bears here, but uh, I took David Montgomery under uh, 890 and a half rushing yards. Uh, that was on Caesars the other day. I think it's still at like 860. I think it's still playable. Um, you know, all the word out of camp is that we're going to see a little bit more of Khalil Herbert, and we might see a little sprinkle of Tristan Ebner as well, their rookie running back. So when we look at that, then we see the offensive line probably projecting to be a bottom five unit. The offense not projected to be very efficient either. Uh, so if Dave Montgomery is not getting workhorse role and in an inefficient offense, I mean, this number is way too high, probably two to 300 yards off. So I think we're getting ahead of some news here if we see in the preseason that they're rotating these guys. I mean, this number is going to be like 750 by the time uh, you know it closes. So that was a good one that we re- just recently got on. Uh, a few others that I like, one that's still available, pretty widely available. Uh, we took Travis Etienne's over rushing and receiving combined. That's... At, widely available at like a thousand. Um, I know that James Robinson is well ahead of, you know, his recovery, but he's coming back from an Achilles injury, something that running backs right now are actually in the past 10 years, 0 for 12 from returning and being successful, like at all, regardless of time frame. I mean, we saw most recently Cam Akers come back in the playoffs and like lightning fast recovery, but he averaged 2.6 yards per carry. He looked pretty bad. Um, I have, you know, some concerns about his workload this year as well. And I'm just not really, we just never seen a guy come back and be efficient. Now at other positions, we've seen it work, but I mean, again, it's a very rare hit rate and those guys were largely elite. So I I don't really think that James Robinson is going to come back and be much of a factor here. And Travis Etienne has reportedly been the most explosive player in training camp. You know, a guy that I anticipate being on the field a ton with former college teammate, uh, Trevor Lawrence. So I, I expect that to be a great connection there. Connor, I feel like everyone is uh, seems to be on the same page. Maybe maybe not the public, but at least the betting community and people we've talked to on the show and our own opinions on the Dallas Cowboys. The NFC East is just about finding the other team. Which team's going to 
going to take that big jump? Is it going to be the Giants? Is it going to be the Eagles after their terrific offseason? You know, people at PFF like Washington. I'm not there, but uh, they've made their cases that they're going to be all right. Why are uh, why you why are you specifically so down on the Cowboys at under ten and a half? Yeah, we have, we have the under 10 and a half. I think this is like one of their worst offensive lines in a little while. And then just a massive downgrade from skill player uh, personnel here with Amari Cooper gone, Michael Gallup likely to sit out half the season with his injury. Um, and then they already got James Washington is injured too. So it's essentially just CeeDee Lamb, uh, third round rookie Jalen Tolbert is probably going to be trotted out there. And I think you think you'd also get like Tony Pollard involved more in the passing game. But, you know, that's an if. That's like relying on, you know, competent coaching and kind of, banking on that and I don't really think that that's you know that's a good idea and then also their defense I think got a bit worse there so I think they're under 10 and a half is a good look but beyond that I like playing the Eagles to win the division on the other hand while the the Cowboys got worse I think the Eagles got significantly better so I sprinkled a bit on them to win the division and for Nick Sirianni to win coach of the year uh, you know they have the top pass blocking offensive line in the league added AJ Brown you know a full complement of weapons they added you know James Bradbury to the secondary multiple pass rushers like their defense should be fringe top 10 their offense it just is going to come down to Jalen Hurts if Jalen Hurts can you know make it happen can be above average I think this is a playoff team and winner of the division and if he's great you know you're talking about one of the best teams in the NFC I know you mentioned David Montgomery and Travis Etienne. Are there any other um, season-long props that you have your eye on that are maybe still available that you like? Yeah, another one that's so it's not necessarily a player prop, but one that I still really like is Denver Broncos over uh, 430 points. Uh, you're able to find this on, on a, diff, a couple of different shops. And I think that like betting on total points for teams, something that's pretty exploitable. So the Broncos, uh, you know, obviously a lot of changes in the off season. So I just kind of throw out last year's numbers. I don't think that really matters at all. Um, and if we look at Russell Wilson here over, you know, the past few seasons, like he's gone over on average, would have, what would have been this, this number in seven out of 10 seasons. And that's with playing on a Seahawks team that, you know, early on in his career re relied on defense, relied on, you know, kind of slowing the game down. Now he's partnered with Nathaniel Hackett and who's basically said that it's going to be Russ's offense. They're going to let him cook. Finally, it seems like it's not being talked about enough. Like, you know, everyone is begging for it for years and now finally we're getting it. And, you know, some people are excited about it, but I think it could be explosive with Jerry Judy, with Corlin Sutton, you know, both having big roles in uh, this offense here. So I think if you're able to get the Broncos over 430 points, I, I think they're going to finish around like 460, 470, maybe even clo like close on 500 if they have a great year. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Connor, I find Trey Lance fascinating. I know you were in on a couple of his futures and kind of a wide range of outcomes. Where, what do you think about Trey and, and where are you betting him? Because he's going to be the starter. That We've cleared that bar, right? They've said he's going to be the guy. They're moving forward with Trey Lance as their quarterback, number three pick a year ago. And you watch him sometimes in a highlight or a clip of practice comes out and it's like, wow, there it is. What an arm. We know the athleticism. And then there's other ones like, oh, no, he just looks really raw. He hasn't played much football. Where are you on Trey Lance? He's going to be a popular player with props and futures, I'm sure, because he's interesting. 
Yeah, so I've taken a bunch of different like Trey Lance derivatives, and I think that kind of betting on the unknown or something that the sportsbook views as unknown is like a pretty big advantage uh, for betters. So I've gotten down to multiple aspects. So Trey Lance's rushing yardage total, I've taken the over on. Uh, that was you know opened at around 475 at some shops. Now it's around like 500, 525. Still playable there. Uh, you know we have projected for nearly 600 and. In the three games or two and a half games, he had like 30, 40, and then 70 rushing yards in those games. And that was just, you know, without much planning from the coaching staff, without a full offseason. You know, I expect more designed runs plus scrambles. He had one of the highest scramble rates, uh, you know, among all players last year. But kind of what you're talking about, embracing the volatility. I bet Trey Lance really early in the year to win MVP at 150 to 1, still around 50, 60 to 1. Um, and I also bet him to lead the league in interceptions at 40 to 1. Um, and so, Last year, he had 11 interceptable passes in just two games, like two and a half games. Uh, I mean, he is a guy who is taking more risks. And just we go back to why they drafted him. You know, they wanted a guy who could push the ball downfield, who could be more explosive, maybe take a couple more risks. So if you're looking at that type of player, like that's that's what we're going to see. You're going to see more risks, more interceptable passes, and then kind of embracing that volatility there with drafting or with betting on a guy to lead the league in interceptions and also potentially capturing his upside with potentially winning MVP because he's playing on a good team. He has the upside. It's just a matter of whether it happens. I noticed um, in your work on 444.com that of the season-long props that we were talking about earlier, you, you did ETN over, but that was both rushing and receiving. On just flat-out rushing, and this was kind of my process, you just t- took all unders. Took all unders. Um, can, can you talk a little bit more about that? Is it, that just injury risk or specific offenses? What, what's your uh, process there? Yeah, I think it has to do with injury risk. One, I mean, running backs are the most injured position, uh, you know, amongst all skill players. And beyond that, too, I just think that sportsbooks initially were misprojecting roles. So, and we just talked about the David Montgomery one, which is, I think is a good example there with, you know, them not really factoring in Khalil Herbert or Tristan Abner playing. Another one here that we took early on, Damian Harris, unders, rushing yards. Um, that's still around 800. We grabbed 900, but still it's like, I think Ramondre Stevenson is expected to play a bigger role. You know, he, I think they're going to be some kind of like 1A, 1B situation. Plus they're changing uh, from a, you know, power blocking scheme to a zone running scheme uh, this offseason. And apparently the Patriots offense has been a complete disaster in training camp. So, you know, like that, I think, I don't, I don't really know why they're doing that. Trying to, you know, make it a little bit closer to like the Rams, uh, you know, or Sean McVay type of uh, offense, but I don't really know if that's them. So I think we're going to take the under there. And then another one, uh, you know, Cam Akers under, we talked about that too. Uh, like Sean McVay kind of came out and said, I we view Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers kind of in the same light as both like co-starters. And so, and he's coming back from an Achilles injury. So he's coming back from something that no one else has come back from. And he came back earlier than ever and there's some new surgeries. But again, like you're kind of just betting on the unknown if you want to take the over, whereas I'm just willing to bet on something going wrong. And like all it takes is one thing. And then, you know, you're cashing this under. Mm-hmm. I love it. About a minute left. Any other advice that you have as we're about a month away from week one? Uh, Like a longer shot bet that I really like uh, is CD Lamb to lead the league in receptions. That's a fun one that I think is, you know. I played that too. I I love it. Love it. Love it. I mean, I think it should be like 10 to 1. I think you're still catching like 15, 17 to 1, 20 to 1 in some spots. He's like the clear number one option now with, as we mentioned, Michael Gallup probably missing half the season, Amari Cooper in Cleveland. And 
you know, they've talked about trying to really focus on getting him, you know, moving him around, getting him the ball. He should be the focal point of the passing game here. And, and Dak Prescott's a super efficient quarterback. So I think that all of those mm -hmm. factors combined, I mean, I could see CD Lamb exploding this year and catching anything above 10 to 1 on him to lead the league in receptions is a good bet. You're, you're preaching to the choir. We like CD this year. Connor, we appreciate hopping on. Connor Allen, 4-4 in Betsports. Uh, he was out with us on the Roman guest line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for EDL from the comfort of prize for your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first one. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. The coaches poll is out. College football will look ahead. Week zero, week one. Our favorite looks for the games coming up next right here on the BetQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.